This is Couch and Coffee Table. Today we present another episode of the Mel Blank Show. This one is called The Astrologer and it aired on November 19th, 1946. You're listening to Couch and Coffee Table. Colgate Tooth Powder presents the Mel Blanc Show with Mary Jane Croft, Joe Kearns, Hans Conried, Earl Ross, the sportsman, Victor Miller and his orchestra, and starring the creator of the voice of Bugs Bunny. What's up, Doc? Yes, Colgate Tooth Powder for a breath that's sweet and teeth that sparkle brings you the Mel Blanc Show with Mel playing his new character, Zookie. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hi. Himself in person, Mel Blank. Hi, folks. Ugga, ugga, boo. Ugga, boo, boo, ugga. summer night in Mel Blanc's little town, the spirit of romance is in the air and the courting Casanovas are buying favors with which to greet their girlfriends. In the florist shop, Sam Brown is saying, here's five dollars, give me the best orchid in the place. And in the sweet shop, Henry Jones is saying, here's ten bucks, give me the biggest box of candy you got. And in another shop, Mel Blanc is saying, I want some flowers and candy for my girl Betty. Here's my money. Okay. Hey, Joe, give this guy two daisies and a jelly bean. <laughs> so Mel had it wrapped as a gift and presented it to Betty. Right now, we find Mel sitting with Betty in her front parlor, enjoying their favorite pastime, looking at the family album. Oh, look, Mel, here's a picture of my cousin Dottie when she was two years old. Oh, what a cute little bathing suit. <laughs> yeah. And here's a picture of her taken 17 years later. Hmm, still wearing the same bathing suit. Isn't it awful how little girls wear these days? Yeah. <laughs> uh, terrible. <laughs> hmm, Dottie sure is... Mel, um... turn the page. Okay. Oh, 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 What are you laughing at? Oh, Betty, who's that stupid, anemic-looking character you're standing next to? <laughs> <laughs> Darling, that's you. <laughs> Mm. What a handsome devil. <laughs> oh, here's a picture of my great-grandmother in uniform. You know, she served in the Civil War on the southern side. Mm. What do you know, a Confederate whack? <laughs> Gosh, look at Dottie. I can't get over Now, her. stop going back to that page. Oh, here's a picture of Uncle George Colby and his wife waving goodbye from the ship before they left for France. Well, who's that big woman waving back? 
That is the Statue of Liberty. Oh, Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Well, well, well. Mel, stop looking at Dottie's picture. Huh. What's the matter, Betty? You're a little cross today. Well, I don't know how to break this to you, Mel, but Father is moving the family away from here. Oh, but Betty, what about your father's supermarket? He's found a buyer from out of town. But, but where will you live? Well, if the deal goes through, Daddy and he will exchange houses. Oh, Betty, we've got to get married right away. Mel, you've been saying that for five years. Well, I'll buy the supermarket myself. But you have no money. I'll go to the bank and get a loan. But, Mel, you have no credit. Then I'll get a GI loan. Mel Blank, I refuse to wait another five years. <laughs> But, Betty, I, I may never see you again. I won't let your father do it. I'll burn the supermarket. Oh, look. I'll... There's some man coming up the steps. I've never seen him before. Say, do you suppose it could be the man who's going to buy the supermarket? Well, Dad and I have never seen him, but he's supposed to be here tomorrow. That's why Father went out for the evening. Betty, I've got it. If it is the buyer, I'll pretend I'm your father and kill the deal. Oh, but now... Betty, I've heard your father yell so often, it's a cinch for me to do it. Besides, I'm a natural-born actor. See if I don't sound like your father. <coughs> Mel Blank, I'll break every bone in your body. But, Father, I mean, uh, Mel. See? <laughs> uh, come in. How do you do? My name is Billings, Percy W. Billings. I'm here on a matter of business. Is Mr. Colby in? Uh, pleased to meet you, Mr. Billings. I'm Colby, and uh, <coughs> this is my daughter, Betty. Your daughter? You look rather young to be the father of this girl. Why, uh, she's only 12 years old. <laughs> Well, she's a rather mature girl for 12. Well, you think so? You should see her cousin, Dottie. <laughs> Father, get away from that photograph album. I know that I was due in tomorrow, Mr. Colby, but my astrologer told me the stars were more advantageous for our meeting tonight. Aquarius was crossing Pisces, and the best sign for supermarkets is Aquarius and Pisces. Yes, I've seen the sign, A and P. <laughs> oh, a fellow astrologer. Uh, uh, no, I'm uh, much more concerned with the bumps on the head. Do you use phrenology? No, Band-Aids. <laughs> oh, let's get down to business. Uh, daughter, do you mind leaving the room? Uh, Mr. Billings and I have a deal to kill. I mean, to make. Oh, father, but be careful. Oh, uh, daughter, you can leave the album here. By the way, I hope I didn't inconvenience you by arriving tonight instead of waiting until tomorrow. The stars, you know. Oh, that's quite all right, Mr. Billings. Uh, too bad you didn't get here a little earlier. Why? Oh, you missed a beautiful fire at the supermarket. Supermarket? Yes, everybody in town was there, except Joe Moore, Phil Carr, and Mac Brown. Was it necessary for them to be there? Yes. They're the firemen. <laughs> oh, but it didn't matter. The fire went on without them. That must have caused a great deal of damage at the market. What market? Oh, this is dreadful. I came here for nothing. Something must have gone wrong with my horoscope. I knew I should have had another meeting with my astrologer before I left. Oh, hello, everybody. I'm home. Oh, it's you, Mel. <clears throat> Haven't you left yet? You, you got home early, didn't you? Who is this man? Oh, well, that's uh, my son. <laughs> You've got the oldest children I've ever seen. <laughs> children? Pardon me, sir. Who are you? My name is Billings, Percy W. Billings. Oh, 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 I've been waiting for you. My name is Colby. But this man's name is Colby. In fact, he just told me the supermarket burned down. 
Oh, so long, everybody. Uh, the, where are you going? To put out the fire. Mel Blank? Wait a minute, Mr. Billings. I'm Colby. This man is Mel Blank. The market didn't burn. In fact, I'm selling because I don't want my daughter Betty to see this nincompoop again. Well, I, I, I'm confused. There's only one thing for me to do. Yes, what's that? I must send for my astrologer and consult with him. Where is the telephone? Oh, uh, right there. Thank you. Oh, and Mel, as long as this is your last visit to my house, allow me to show you out personally. Oh, you don't have to, Mr. Colby. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> He's so polite. Oh, what a mess. If Mr. Billings consults that astrologer and buys a supermarket, Mr. Colby will move out of town and I'll never see Betty again. Gosh, what'll I do? I wonder if her cousin Dottie has a phone. girl and say, let's dance, but that breath of trouble says no romance. Do you think you could be guilty of this breath of trouble? I mean, unpleasing breath? It happens to thousands without their knowing. So just do this. Brush your teeth night and morning and before every date with Colgate Tooth Powder. For Colgate Tooth Powder cleans your breath as it cleans your teeth. Yes, scientific tests have definitely proved that in seven cases out of ten, Colgate Tooth Powder instantly stops unpleasing breath that originates in the mouth. What's more, no dentifrice at any price cleans your teeth more quickly and thoroughly than Colgate Tooth Powder. Remember to buy it first thing. And remember the name, Colgate Tooth Powder, with the accent on powder. Don't take a chance with your romance. Use Colgate Tooth Powder. And now, Victor Miller, the sportsman and blue sky. Shining so bright Never saw things that were going so right Notice in the days they're hurrying by When you're in love, my, my, they fly high Blue days, troubles, all of them gone Nothing but blue skies Blue skies from now on Blue skies, smile at me Bye, my, they fly high Blue 
skies from now on. Well, it looks like Mr. Colby is going to sell his supermarket and move out of town with Mel's girl, Betty. However, before completing the deal, Mr. Billings has sent for his favorite astrologer and has asked him to hold a meeting at the Colby house. Mel is desperately trying to figure out something to do to stop him. Right now, we find Mel in his fix-it shop talking to Betty's kid brother, Tommy. Gosh, Tommy, everything happens to me. Do I have to lose my girl? Do I have to do everything wrong? Do I have to be a failure? You don't have to, Mel. You're just doing what comes naturally. <laughs> Gee, Tommy, I wonder why your father hates me so much. Maybe it's because he tries so hard. Oh, I just can't understand it. Is it because I have no money? Is it because I'm unsuccessful? Is it because I'm unreliable? Tommy, say something. Don't just stand there nodding. Look, Mel, it looks like my papa's going to sell the supermarket to Mr. Billings. Now, I like this town and I don't want to leave. So I got an idea. I'm supposed to go down on the train and bring the crystal ball gazer to my house. Now, Oh, uh... wait a second, Tommy. Here comes Mr. Cushing, my lodge president. Hello, Mel. Ugga, ugga, boo, ugga, Greetings, mighty potentate. Ugga, ugga, boo, ugga, boo, boo, ugga. Oh, uh, pardon my saying so, Mr. Cushing, but you're not looking very well. Yeah, I know. Something you ate? No, someone I married. <laughs> what an argument we had last night, Mel. You had an argument with a little woman? Mel, she may be little, but she's all mouth. Yada da, yada da, yada All day long she follows me around yapping at me. You know, Mel, it's almost impossible to concentrate on my housework. You do the housework? Why don't you put your foot down? Mel, the only time I put my foot down is to start the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Gosh, your wife sure is tough. Tough? She's the toughest woman in the world. Mel, when we have an argument, my wife doesn't go home to her mother. She sends me. <laughs> I'd leave her in a minute if she didn't have all that money. But I don't know why I'm standing here telling you all this. It's just that I've got no one to talk to. Well, if you think you have troubles, Mr. Cushing, listen to this. Mr. Colby's selling the supermarket, and my girlfriend Betty's moving out of town. Well, is there no way to stop them? Well, it all depends on a certain astrologer who's arriving tonight to hold a meeting with a buyer. Well, Mel, suppose someone sidetracks the astrologer, you take over as the astrologer's assistant, and as such, you advise this buyer not to buy. Gee, that's a wonderful idea. How did you ever think of it so fast? My boy, after living with my wife for 25 years, I've developed a criminal mind. <laughs> well, well, I've got to go now. Oh, where are you going, mighty potentate? Well, I've got two alternatives. They're showing a Boris Karloff picture at the Bijou. Or I can go home and look at my wife. <laughs> so long, Mel. Ugga-ugga-boo, ugga-boo-boo. 
Hugger. Oh, Tommy. Uh, yes, Mel. Hey, do you want to stay in town? Oh, yeah. Well, here's how you can do it. Get a hold of my assistant, Zuki, and tell him to meet the astrologer at the train. Oh, I get him, Mel. But who's going to look into the crystal ball at my house? <laughs> Who do you think? What a disgrace. Whitmore, the mystic, two hours late. Zuki, can't you get this car started? <laughs> Don't worry, I'll, I'll fix it. Now, you see, you Oh, Whitmore the Mystic is with you? Well, where's Mel? You'll be here any minute. As the Maharaja. <laughs> okay, good. So long. Oh, uh, Father, yes. the Maharaja should be here any minute. Oh, good, good. Although, Mr. Billings, now that the deal is all set, I can't understand why you want to depend on some fake Maharaja to tell you what to do. Mr. Colby, my man is no fake. He is a Harvard graduate. His name is Whitmore, and his approach is purely scientific. Oh, well, that's the way you want it. Oh, that must be him now. Come in. Hello. Oh, Yanko, Maharaja, he say, what's up, Don? <laughs> You. I didn't think anyone like you would come. You were expecting maybe Maharaja Nussbaum. <laughs> Where is Whitmore the Mystic? Oh, Mystic couldn't come. He called Crystal Ball Union. They send me. Oh, this is ridiculous. Oh, good for you. You properly suspicious. Maharaja just make jokes. Actually, Maharaja assistant to Whitmore the Mystic. Well, that's different. Maharaja, this is Mr. Colby. Oh. Greetings. Maharaja can tell Mr. Colby is a seventh son of a seventh son of a seventh son. Why, well, nothing of the kind. I'm the fifth son of a second son of an only son. Well, anyway, you're a son of a son. <laughs> now, gentlemen, please darken room. Be seated. I look in crystal ball. Maharaja, I've called you here to determine whether or not I should buy the Colby supermarket. Oh, supermarket, tough question to answer. You ask me about bowling parlor, that more up my alley. <laughs> Maharaja. Oh, oh, spirit of other world, Maharaja calls upon you. Ah, I see Uncle George called B and wife. I see grandmother who served in civil war, and I see... Uh... <whistles> uh, who do you see? Cousin Dottie. <laughs> This is preposterous. My family dates back hundreds of years. What about the Colby who served with George Washington, hmm? Me try. A Colby spirit of revolution come to me. Uh, I hear him. Listen. Granny Struga strap to White Moscow. What's that? Oh, sorry. Wrong revolution. Oh. Uh, I see him now. He is crossing the Delaware with George Washington. Washington is standing in the boat and Colby is saying something. Yes, what's he say? Down in front! Oh. 
Roger, you've done nothing but insult my family. Why, Joshua Colby was in the Fife and Drum Corps in 1776. Quiet. The spirits are coming closer. Closer, I can hear it now. You can hear it? Yes. The spirit of 76. Listen. <laughs> exhibition of crystal gazing. Mr. Colby, this is preposterous. This assistant has wasted our time completely. The deal for the supermarket will have to wait for a more favorable time. Goodbye. Oh. Don't worry, Mr. Colby. Spirit really say don't sell supermarket. Spirit say young man coming into your daughter's life make fortune. Huh? His name is uh, Mel Blank. Oh, very good looking. What? That ugly nincompoop? Careful who you're calling out. Uh, careful. Oh, I mean, Maharaja. Ah! I, 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 Mel I, Blank, I, it's you. I, oh, I'm going to break every bone in your body. Oh, but Mr. Colby, I... <laughs> Mel, darling, how do you feel? Oh, fine. I stopped you from moving away, and I established a new record. A new record? Yeah, that's twice I've been thrown out of your house in one day. Mel Blanc will be back in just a minute. Use Colgate tooth powder. Keep smiling just right. Use it each morning. Use it each night. Don't take a chance with your romance. Use Colgate tooth powder. Could it be that a breath of trouble, I mean, unpleasing breath, has spiked your romance? It's happened to thousands without their knowing. Be on your guard, night and morning and before every date. Brush your teeth with Colgate tooth powder. For Colgate tooth powder cleans your breath as it cleans your teeth. Yes, scientific tests have definitely proved that in seven cases out of ten, Colgate tooth powder instantly stops unpleasing breath that originates in the mouth. What's more, no dentifrice at any price cleans your teeth more quickly and thoroughly than Colgate tooth powder. Remember to buy it first thing. And remember the name, Colgate tooth powder, with the accent on powder. Don't take a chance with your romance. Use Colgate tooth powder. This is Mel Blanc saying thanks for listening. Good night, and that's all, folks. This is Bud Houston reminding you that Colgate Tooth Powder for a breath that's sweet and teeth that sparkle brings you the Mel Blanc Show every Tuesday at this time. Be sure to join us again next Tuesday night for more fun with Mel and the people you'll meet in Mel Blanc's Fix-It Shop. Say hello to Halo Shampoo for naturally bright and beautiful hair. Remember, even finest soaps and soap shampoos hide the natural luster of your hair with dulling soap film. But Halo Shampoo contains no soap, therefore leaves no dulling soap film. Even in hardest water, Halo makes oceans of rich, fragrant lather, quickly banishes loose dandruff and dirt. Halo needs no lemon or vinegar rinse. Say hello to Halo and goodbye to dulling soap film. Get Halo Shampoo at any cosmetic counter.
Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about the future of you and yours for a moment. Do you want to save for a college education for your children, a home of your own, your own business, a nest egg for your old age? Thousands of wage earners are protecting their futures by buying United Savings Bonds through the Payroll Savings Plan. Remember, your United Savings Bonds are the safest investment in the world. Blank Show is written by Mac Benoff. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. That's going to wrap it up for this episode. We appreciate you stopping by and listening in, and we hope you continue to do so. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more from us, we upload Mondays and Wednesdays of every week. By all means, tell your friends. There's always room on the couch. So, until next time, take care. This has been Couch and Coffee Table.